0: Welcome and thank you for joining the Society for Clinical Research Sites for SCRS Talks. I'm Jimmy Bechtel, the Vice President of Site Engagement with the Society. SCRS Talks allows our partners and those that we work closely with to take a few minutes to address issues of industry concern, share exciting achievements, and to learn more about our community. Today, we have Kim Ribeiro, the Head of Diversity and Patient Inclusion with ADVI and the Diversity Program Chair at SCRS and Jackie Kent, the Vice President of Strategy and Special Projects with SCRS, and the Head of the SCRS Diversity Program, both here sharing exciting previews of the upcoming the Global Diversity Site Solutions Summit. Love to learn a little bit more about our two speakers today, so I'll start with you, Jackie, if you wouldn't mind a brief introduction of yourself.
1: Hi, my name is Jackie Kent, and as Jimmy shared, I am the leader of the diversity program with SCRS, which is so exciting for me. Being part of SCRS since nearly the beginning, I now have the opportunity to be a leader of this really phenomenal organization so focused on diversity in clinical trials and ensuring inclusion for patients everywhere. I'm really excited to share a little bit about the program with you today, but just shortly, a little bit about myself. I spent 29 years at Eli Lilly, where I was involved in clinical trials, end-to-end, feasibility, enrollment, quality, and ending my career there before my retirement with um, CT supplies. And I've had such an opportunity to understand what is important to clinical trial sites, which is why SCRS has been such an important part of my career. As I left Lilly, I went on to Metadata to be the head of product, where I then was allowed to take all that site knowledge that I learned at SCRS, all that clinical trial knowledge from Lilly, and really apply it to exciting and innovative technology. I'm now getting to focus my time on diversity and clinical trials with SCRS. Kim?
2: Wow, Jackie, what an illustrious career, that, that, and it keeps going. And so um, I don't know how I follow that up, but uh, Kim Ribeiro, I lead up our diversity and patient inclusion team within AVI, and our focus is really to ensure that there is more of a systematic approach in terms of how we think about building in inclusivity in the ways we work. And so as part of that, um, it just fits really quite nicely with my partnership with SCRS. And I'm so happy to be able to work with Jackie in the chair capacity to be able to um, work through our diversity working group priorities for this year. I think um, when I think about my career journey, it's always been focused on the patients just in different iterations. So by background, I'm actually a clinical laboratory technologist. so I started my career um, in the hospital, uh, working more in a chemotherapy um, outpatient pavilion in New York. And where I quickly realized was that I My interactions were more at the tail end in terms of the treatment journey, and I wanted to be able to be part more of the solutions. And so that's where I transitioned to industry, um, working in different roles with CROs and then now in the sponsor side and um, really just focusing all things patient, um, elevating the clinical trial experience, reducing that trial burden, but also thinking about how we remove those unintentional barriers for participation for underserved communities. Excellent. Thank you both. Uh, we're,
0: We're so glad to have you here with us today, again, sharing some exciting updates about that Diversity Summit, which we're excited to be hosting in just a couple of short weeks down in Austin, Texas. So, Jackie, why are events like this important for our industry?
1: This event is very unique, and in its second year, it gives us a day and a half to really focus on the opportunities that we have to collaborate as a total industry to really make progress on this issue we we are way past defining diversity in clinical trials as a problem we're all very well aware of what we need to do and this is a time for sharing collaborating and solutions so we can all be raising the bar to find systematic approaches as kim said to ensure we're all doing everything we can to advance clinical trials into diverse populations, really ensuring that everyone has every tool that's available to them. And the passion and the energy in the room is phenomenal. So the learning and the ability for us to share is great. Kim, anything to
0: add to why you feel events like this are are valuable for the people that are involved in clinical trials?
2: Well, Just to piggyback up what Jackie said, I mean, progress can't be done in isolation, especially when we think about where we're looking to evolve this place in terms of inclusivity. And so... Industry can't solve it alone, government sites. And so, you know, forums like this with the Diversity Summit are really integral to be able to bring that diversity of thoughts to the table to recognize that we're solving for the same challenge, but through different lenses and recognize that there's strength in collaboration. And so these forums naturally allow for that collaboration to foster and that knowledge share. And so that's where we're able to get out of our silos and really start to think about how we can co-create.
0: Excellent. Yeah. I I echo the sentiments around how important it is for us to move away from identifying issues. We've done that for several years now and move towards solution driving. And to your point, Kim, as well, solution driving together with other constituents and other parties and not doing it in a, in a vacuum. And we actually received some really incredible feedback about last year's event with uh, attendees really saying that it was the premier opportunity to discuss diversity-related challenges and then identifying solutions that we could work on together. So, Kim, I'll go back to you with what were some of your favorite takeaways specifically from last year's summit?
2: I'll start with the overall experience, I think, just to the points where we highlighted about this being um, an integral forum. I think just being able to uh, be in a space where industry partners, government uh, sites are able to connect and everyone has that shared passion. But we're evolving the conversation where we're talking more about like recent it's prototypes or solutions that were stood up. I think that was the piece about that, just around that co-creating that I talked about, where you can start to see like in the audiences the sentiment where people are starting to think about, oh, this is what I can do. This is my role, and how do we organically connect? I think when I think about top of mind, one of the um immediate takeaways was uh Dr. Jerome Adams, um former US Surgeon General. This is America's doctor. I mean, he was talking about, you know, some of the some of the experiences that he's had with the healthcare system and how he moved forward in terms of really being empowered from a patient perspective. And I think, you know, us having that patient perspective and that lens and thinking about how we can pull through um, those lived, those various lived experiences and what that means to the solution process was actually, um, you know, really good and insightful to hear.
0: Excellent. I echo that in that, uh, that those sessions with, uh, with, with Dr. Adams were really inspirational and exciting to be able to be part of. But Jackie, looking forward to this year, how will this summit be different from last year's?
1: Well, I think the first uh, the first big change is based on all that wonderful feedback we got last year. We are uh, lengthening the time together, and lengthening that time together has allowed us to create some space for breakout sessions. And in these breakout sessions, you know, we're going to have main stage presentations with many people talking about um, solutions, inspiring talks, patient talks. We have many people coming together to talk on the main stage. But these breakout sessions, I think, are going to be very special. The first thing is they're smaller groups, so they're very conversational. It will allow people to do a lot of sharing and interact with the panels that we've put together. But the breakouts will focus on Case studies, again, good practices that people can share, solutions and hot topics. And so, again, allowing people to focus their time on sharing successes that they've had and helping other people to grab that success and see how they can implement it within their company, within their their part of the industry. And then hot topics. We're going to talk about technology. We're going to talk about diversity and broadening and making sure we're looking at the total topic of diversity. We're going to ensure, we're talking about the regulatory landscape and new law that's been implemented. So again, and in a setting where people can discuss, ask questions, seek clarification and collaboration.
0: Thanks, Jackie. I think a lot of really exciting overall enhancements to this year versus last year, especially like you had mentioned those um, those breakout sessions. So let's talk a little bit about those. Kim, Um, you've been helping us design and build this agenda for for several weeks now. What sessions are you most looking forward to this year?
2: I think when we think about the evolving landscape, what's top of mind to everyone is, you know, really a lot of the, the, the changes that's happening in the regulatory landscape and the diversity plans and that pull through. Like obviously from a sponsor slash industry perspective, how are we approaching the creation of them for the site staff? How, like what, how does this change recruitment for them? How are they thinking about their model? Um, what's the impact? And so to Jackie's point, where we see a lot of those breakout sessions In those case studies, we're starting to see early iterations of how um, some initial practices have been adopted, and that can help to inform, like, how do we optimize as we move forward? Because we're in the stage of ideation, initial rollout of prototypes, um, and then how do we continue to be better um, based on input from collaboration?
0: Great examples, Kim. I agree. Those are going to be uh, hot topics for sure. Jackie, any thoughts on your end for what sessions you might be looking forward to most specifically?
1: Well, I, I mean, I'm very excited to bring the patients on stage. I always, I always feel when we engage patients in our conversations, we really understand that personal impact of when the clinical trial is not executing to how we'd like it to do. We really hear life stories of the struggles that we all know are out there, but it it brings the reality uh, to the front. And I think more that we can do with patients, influencing how we're making our decision, decisions each day. We're also bringing advocacy groups to the table. Again, another constituent that's so in part important in the work that we're doing. And so the broadening, where we broaden our industry, to include the patients, the advocacy groups, of course, the sponsors and the sites. But the broad, the more broad we make that audience, I think the better we're doing to find our solutions. So where we bring them in is is very important to me. I'm also looking forward to um, really, like Kim says, talking about the regulatory landscape. I think that's going to be really important to all of us because it's here and it's now. We're not talking about draft guidance anymore. We're now talking about law and how can we optimize how we implement and implement in a way that doesn't uh, create un- any unintended consequences to enrollment. Um, I'm also looking forward to the main stage presentation. We're going to kick off with a very early presentation on our diversity landscape survey, um, a very focused survey that's that's more focus in the general one that we run every year on the topic topic of diversity, where we've asked very specific questions and it allow us to get to some root causes we might not be aware of and really focus our efforts and our solutions in 2023 and 2024.
0: Thanks, Jackie. I too am particularly excited for the patient voice sessions. Those are always such a cornerstone of SCRS events and really do help ground us and set, set the tone for a lot of uh, subsequent content and, and discussion. So, thank you for sharing those. Uh, as we begin to wrap up, Jackie, I do want to make sure that we address who should attend and what types of organizations will we see at the summit? Um,
1: everybody should attend. Um, I think there's a place for many different types of roles. I started earlier by saying patients are very important. Patients that have a story to share, a hand to lend, um, I think will gain a lot from our summit. Uh, Advocacy groups. So the the non-traditional players, I want to say, in a diversity summit, they should attend. So advocacy, patients, the sites, the site staff as broad as you can talk about, not just PIs, study coordinators, everyone that's interacting with patients and that trial execution, um, sponsors of course, but sponsors big and small. I, this isn't for just one type of a pharma company. I think the big ones, the small ones, the medium, they will all gain value in being part of this very passionate group of people that are trying to get clinical trials to be really a standard of care option for patients everywhere. Um, Regulatory people, so they can hear the feedback of what is and isn't working for us. Uh, CROs, and again, of all sizes, not just the big ones, the small, the medium, everyone is welcome at this table to help us serve patients.
2: I, I agree, Jackie. And I think there's no set criteria in terms of who who's the target audience here for this summit. I think what's most important is that we recognize that we're all on a journey together and we're all at different stages. And so, you know, this is, could be a learning opportunity. This can be a sharing opportunity. But it, it's so it's really a matter of just convening and just sharing that um, knowledge that we've gained or that we or be or come to, with humility in terms of understanding What are the areas of opportunity that we wanna learn more about?
0: Thank you both. Those are some outstanding examples of individuals really truly emphasizing the point that there's a place there's value and there's knowledge and understanding and solutions to be gained by anyone that attends the summit. So thank you for sharing that. I think it's a really great place for us to end our conversation today. I want to thank both of you for being here with us and sharing your insights and giving our listeners a preview of what they can expect in just about a month at the upcoming diversity site solution summit. So thank you both uh, for being here. Thank you, Jackie. And thank you, Kim.
1: Thanks, Jimmy. you.
0: Everyone do make sure that you register for our upcoming summits being held throughout the year by visiting our summit page on our website, myscrs.org. Upcoming summits include, of course, the Diversity Site Solution Summit taking place March 30th and 31st, immediately followed by our Global Oncology Site Solution Summit taking place on the second half of March 31st through April 1st, down in Austin, Texas. And don't forget the SCRS. West Tech and Innovation Conference taking place in Scottsdale, Arizona, in June. While you're on our website, be sure to also check out other SCRS publications built for the community in the publications of that publication section of that website, myscrs.org. We appreciate your participation in listening to today's program and look forward to having you join us for more great content in the future. Thanks for listening.